It's Sunday. It's backdoor cover. It's time to turn up, Brad. Hit the high porn. Let's go. What's good? It's backdoor cover. It's been a minute, but we are back. We want to bring you some content this week. I am Micah, and I'm joined by Bradley Key. What's up, Micah? Uh, You know, just just another day in paradise, Brad. We are getting dangerously close to having the stew redone and having a... uh, We can resume our regular scheduled podcasts in person. Good production quality. No more COVID threats. Life's going to be really wow. good here within the next three weeks or so. We'll have a, I have a putting green that's going to be in this thing. It's got a nice big window, let in some light so we don't have to be dungeon boys in the dark like in the olden days. It's going to be a great one. We got a podcast studio on the verge. It's going to be state of the art. My, uh, I have to get my video wife, set up in there too. My wife, Erin Wesley, has set this thing up like you would not believe. We are in for such a treat. So uh, it's not long from now. Now we just got to get video. Just video. You can see my pretty face. people want to see us. Yeah. Yeah, People want to see us. The bags under these eyes are humongous. You guys are going to love it. I'm old. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, It's a good thing we're not recording video today because (laughs) I feel terrible. Yeah, Sundays aren't great for video. It's it's the most puffy day of the week for for us uh, us hot boys. Yeah. Call me Sean Combs because I'm the puff daddy. (laughs) I like Happy that. Mother's Day to you and all the the mommies out there listening today. Indeed, uh, you know, hope you're celebrating. And uh, we are here to get about get some sports. Uh, last we spoke, we we talked about the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. The, it's the NFL draft. We'll we'll know what happened about four years from now. Who the real players are. So um, there's not a whole lot of other uh, stuff to talk about there think that we we start today with boxing canelo alvarez fought yesterday at uh cowboys stadium by the way one other thing we should start with okay of course of mike that's it that's it check it out this week yeah brad and i are gonna be back doing uh doing a little top chef recap here in a little while too so okay we'll get you that nice problem we also had uh, a three-part investigation this week until the end of con uh kimye which is uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's marriage. You went like 60 minutes on that? I think you might find it interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so Canelo Alvarez uh, fought at Cowboys Stadium, or AT&T Stadium, whatever it's called. Uh, He whipped Billy Joe Saunders, uh, knocked him out in the eighth round, our technical KO. Uh, Saunders' right eye had swollen shut, and the bout was called off. this was basically in front of a full capacity crowd in Arlington. And, uh, you know, the world is back, baby. And I mean, how many weeks in a row now have we been having, I got not regular, but f- semi-regular full attendance events? It's been like a month now, right? Uh, I don't know when opening day for baseball was. That was the first one. Okay, that was, was a while ago. Also that was a couple Arlington. months ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. No? Okay. Well, there haven't been any anyway. massive outbreaks or zombie apocalypses hitting, so I mean, that's right. That's positive. I mean, you know me; I've been very cautious throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, there appears to be no evidence that bringing people together outdoors uh, leads to 
increases in cases. Like hmm. we, we've had enough, as you mentioned, we've had enough big events outside to know that that's just not what happens. People being outside don't don't transmit the disease. Knock on wood. This is not medical advice. There's my <laughs> disclaimer. But now, does that mean that I'm ready to go sit in a stadium full of a bunch of you know mouth breathing pro football fans? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not scared. Uh, I don't know. I'm not afraid. But uh, yeah, it is so what it is. The uh, this was apparently the largest gathering uh, in the U.S. since COVID became the pandemic. So okay, well, let's see what kind of fallout we have in the next couple of weeks. Anything's uh, you possible. Know, I just don't, we'll find out. You know, um, I mean, these are probably the most risque of audiences that you could be exposed to. So if we're talking full capacity boxing crew there to see people just get beat up well plus you've got canelo from mexico and saunders from england what so are you trying to say probably, Micah? no i'm you just saying international inter- crowds international crowd okay there, okay uh which you know that could lead to something i okay. mean we'll find out okay you know there's a lot of variables to uh, consider here yeah but so i mean canelo, that's got to be the most raucous crowd you're going to get of of drinkers and partiers and if you're gonna be spreading it, that's no, likely no, a crowd to get. No, no, no. What? No, it's it's when Connor fights. Oh, okay, well, I mean, that's just Connor's all out crowd madness. Of just crazy Irish people. But this is a pretty good yeah. test. If there's no major outbreak from this, that's a good sign. It's a good sign the vax is working, that people are, you know, starting to go back to normal and can reasonably do so safely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Do you want? Did you uh, catch any of the Jake Paul? Floyd Mayweather scut- uh, scuffle no. on Friday. Well, tell me what happened here. You didn't see any of this? No, I've, I've spent the entire weekend on the golf course. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble. Okay, Floyd Mayweather is fighting Logan Paul. Okay. Not Jake Paul. Jake Paul is the one who knocked out Ben So Ashton. Jake Paul is the one with the good record, relatively good yes. at least. Logan Paul is 0-1 as okay. a professional fighter. Floyd knows what and he's doing. And somehow he's fighting the, the best fighter of the last 50 years. It's or thirty years. Uh, do you it's have a weight bizarre. class deal here? Because I know Floyd's like hundred and twenty pounds soaking wet. So is well, this it's Logan an Paul guy big. It's an exhibition, so it's not. I'm just curious what the weight know. disparity is. I, I would I would love to know. I, I would imagine it's great because Floyd's not a large man. That doesn't mean he can't beat the daylights out of this guy, but just something to consider. I'd like to know if that it's fight a, is June sixth oh, at Hard Rock up. Stadium in Florida. So that's coming up soon. That's where the Dolphins play. If we don't have a fully functional podcast studio by June sixth, I'll be shocked. So we can get a, wow. a nice, good recap coverage. Should we of that do like a bitch. Joe Rogan watch along that we might with video? Get Peter yeah. the Irish guy up in there. Oh man, sounds fun. Full can anyway, heal. Uh, yeah. Floyd Mayweather's literally a Hall of Fame boxer. And he's facing Logan Paul in a pay-per-view event June 6th. And, and not to mention he's like one year from retirement. Like he was recently fighting at the... He's retired like a bunch of times. But I mean, it's not been long since he's had a professional bout, right? What, well, a I year? I think it's been a long time. Is no, it? I think the last time he fought was that Mayweather, or was the, the Conor fight. Conor was McGregor. Like four years ago. And that wasn't even really a uh, fight. That was not versus a professional boxer, at least. Okay, cool. I'll let you go on. He last fought at Conor McGregor in 2017. Holy so it's shit. been four years. Time flies, man. Anyway, uh, they had a media press conference, and Floyd called both Pauls fake fighters and offered to fight them both on the same night, which sounds dope. (laughs) That's something I would pay for. Me too. Because he would them both. I don't know, man. I don't know. But Jake Paul, not the one fighting, but the other one, 
went up to Floyd and grabbed his baseball hat off his hat. Uh-oh. His head and said, got your hat? And then ran away like a child, and Floyd came after him and started throwing some serious punches. He landed? And, of course, uh, I, I don't know. That's assault, Paul's brother. looked really scared. Yeah. I would be, too. Floyd will hurt you. And he's got so people on his crew who will hurt you. Yeah, it makes me think Floyd's going to knock this fool out in the first round. You think round. he's going to take Just, it seriously? Well, he's got about a month to get real. Yeah. I hope he uh, does. You know, and maybe they do a situation where he knocks out one of the Paul brothers. What was that? He knocks out one of the Paul brothers, and then he fights the, the other Paul brother next. Like a, like know. WWE wrestling style? Like they don't tell you until it's happening? No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> you know, two <laughs> months down the road. I thought you were saying Logan Paul that comes out of the rafters after he knocks out his brother, and he's like, you will pay. That would be some good television. And, and, and again, the same thing. Uh, by the way, Paul will have a six-inch height advantage over Mayweather. Yeah, okay, uh, and a dramatic weight difference as well. But whatever. Yeah, we don't know. His life is at risk here. It's hard to... Uh, here's here's my biggest beef with the Pauls. Mm-hmm. Is the dudes just have no personality. They have no charisma. They're just not... I don't not see how you this. say that. They're such villains. Everyone hates them. That's the goal here. They're... Their goal is to create hateable personas. Yeah, and everybody wants to see them get knocked out, and everyone takes them as jokes, and then they come in and knock people out, and people are like, well, that guy was washed up. Well, wait till you see this next guy. Wait till you see Floyd Mayweather. It's like My problem is these dudes just aren't entertaining. They're they're not funny. They're not quick. They just go, bro, bro, bro. They're not not witty. They're not clever. They're just being meatheads. I don't they know, man. Suck. I think they're doing what they need to do to get the public eye. Like we're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Well, if they talk about you on backdoor cover, you're really doing something. You really made it, boy. I tell you what. You know that uh Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco will be fighting on that card too. Oh God. Talk about your all time washed up crew. How do they find these people? I guess you just go look up the like people who are four years past their prime and say, Yo, you missed the fame? Let me give you some. I guess he's from Miami, so at least maybe they think he's going to sell tickets or something, but I don't know. He certainly has some charisma that you're, uh, you claim that the Pauls are lacking, so Ocho Cinco could bring a little bit of personality to that weekend. Well, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's move to hoops. Oh, real sports. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook tied Oof. Oscar Robinson last night for the most career triple-doubles, and uh, the Wizards At- moved up to ninth place in the Eastern Conference. Let's let's say the number 181 is what I saw on the Instagram this morning. That's a lot. That's a lot of fucking triple doubles in the professional NBA. Uh, That's insane in the association. Like 181. Um, He also finished with 33, 19 rebounds and 15 assists and two blocks. Did you see the? I I sent you a video of the highlights, and there was one pass where Bradley Beal catches it. He takes two dribbles, jukes two dudes out, and then throws up a floater in the middle of the lane. Are they claiming that that was an assist? I don't think that was an assist. But why would they show that highlight, though, for his triple-double? That's the thing I don't understand. Like, it was a a post about Russell Westbrook's triple-double, and the one assist they showed during it was clearly not an assist. So, I don't know. I'm wondering how liberally they are marking these down. It doesn't matter how liberally they're marking these down. He's doing it while no one else is. So... At the end of the day, regardless of what the criteria is, it's a very, very impressive feat. But just it's good to know some of these are very liberally given assists. That's all. He has thirty-five triple doubles this season. He has That's insane. Four, 
14 in the month of April, which is the most in NBA history. He re-owns the record for triple-doubles in a season with 42 back in 2016-17. Yeah, so much for him being He also up. has a triple-double in 21 of his last 25 games. That's and insane. He's clinched. The, there was a stat I saw like a week ago that he has clinched um, a triple-double for the season if he scored zero, zero, points, zero rebounds and zero assists for like the next 10 games. He would still have a triple-double. Yes, he's had That's a triple-double average locked up for like the last two weeks. Or something. I mean, but the thing is, people poo-poo on him because they say, oh, that doesn't contribute to winning. But it obviously does. I mean, the, the Wizards are competitive. They are in the driver's seat to make it into the play-in tournament at this point. And they were absolute, like, just trash in the beginning of the season. And that's when people were really poo-pooing old Westbrook. But he's brought them to uh into a, a serious competitive light. I think that they're really fun to watch too. And they were so they're boring not that to competitive. begin. Yeah, they they're are. Still ninth. How many they're games they won the last the East. What's their record in April or I May? don't know. You don't know? It's really good. The, the Wizards always do this though. They always start the season like with the worst record in the East and then they end up sneaking into the seventh or eighth spot. Hmm. Uh they're ninth at the moment. Uh Bradley Beal went for fifty on Saturday. Ugh. And uh Steph Curry saw it and went for 49. They're in a, a <laughs> battle for the scoring title, which That's is right. pretty dope. Yeah. That's really Steph fun. went 14 for 26 from the field, including 11 for 21 for three. So Steph's going to be in the playing tournament. Bradley Beal is likely to be in the, the playing tournament. Russell Westbrook's likely to be in the, the playing tournament. So this playing tournament is shaping up to be super fun, man. Like whether, The Lakers are in the playoff tournament at the moment. <laughs> That's just silliness, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Steph has made at least 10 three-pointers in a game 22 times in his career, including five times in his last 15 games. To put that in perspective, uh, Clay Thompson is the second most 10 three-pointer games in NBA history. Right. And he has five for his entire career. Wow. Holy shit. You said 15? Yeah, he he has... No, no, he has five in his last 15. Okay. And twenty-two for his career. Jesus. And Clay has five in his entire career, and he's number two. That is really wild. Is is there any chance Clay could come back for the plan? I know people have kind of no. hinted at it, but yeah, no chance because that would really be something. So. That would suck for just about everybody except for the Golden State Warriors. No doubt. Did yeah. you see the UFC stuff from last night? No. Tell me. Bring me up to speed. Uh, the Karate Hate. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelle Waterson got dominated by someone named Marina Rodriguez. Ouch. So it's tough. Uh, was she the heavy favorite? I don't know who was the favorite. Waterson's a big, a big fan favorite. A big one. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, then there was, there was a UFC fighter who came out. Uh, I don't know who it is. A dude I've never heard from gave an interview after the fight that said, I'm the best, the best fighter, the best looking guy and the best fisherman in all of the UFC. Wow. And now, now him and Connor are uh, feuding via memes and photoshops. About who's like the best fisherman? The mm-hmm. <laughs> Bizarre, that, huh? that one didn't land on you? Are they feuding about who the best fisherman is? Yes. And like Connor's like photoshopping himself with big fish. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Brad, you know we have a hotline call? No. You got a hotline call for me? Yeah. Okay. We don't really have a hotline, but uh, we have we have a call here. Would you like to hear it? Please. 
All right, here goes. Hey, Micah and Brad. This is uh, your boy, Arian. Not to be confused with Foster or The Nation. Just want to say I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge, huge fan of Backdoor Cover. Keep doing what you're doing, fighting the good fight. I uh, wanted to call in and uh, give you guys my top four dips. Uh, I know you guys are affiliated with uh, another dip podcast, but I don't really listen to that one. So uh, without further ado, here are my top four dips. Starting with number four, I'm going to go with the uh, spinach artichoke and the sourdough loaf. That's an ultimate classic. You do it right. You can't go wrong. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with when I dip, you dip, we dip. That's a classic song. It's a classic dip. No doubt about it. Uh, and at number two, you're going to have to go with, uh, I think it's a guacamole. It's a traditional dip, and uh, it's timeless, right? Shout out avocados. And then number one on that list, it's a uh, pretty easy, all-time classic. Uh, we're going to go with Sergio Dip uh, from the famous uh, Monday Night Clip. Anyway, Arian out. Love you guys. Take care. Wow. Well, thank you for that call, Arian. Um, Brad, I don't know if you could hear any of that, but Arian uh, first dragged the other sports podcast that I occasionally appear on, Ooh, Too Much Dip, uh-huh. and then named his top four dips. <laughs> That's quality content. Yeah. Do you like spinach artichoke dip? Mm, it's okay. It's not my favorite, but if it's there, it's the only thing, you know, it just is what it is. I like spicy, man. I'm all about the hot. I'm a hot boy. You you a spicy guacamole boy? You fucking know it, buddy. But shouts to A2 coming through. Yeah, it was huge. Thank you. Tell us what your favorite dips are. Get at me on uh, social media, at Michael Weiner, uh, so, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, s- not Snapchat, but Can you submit audio else. files via those channels? That would be something. I think you can now. Yeah, submit you your submit your hotline calls to Micah on his social media feeds. There we go. Yeah, send me. Send it. Send it, as the kids say. As them kids do say. We got anything else, buddy? You want me to play you out? I think that's it. Let's uh, let's get out of here. We'll we'll come back to you next week. And uh, yeah. until next time. Check out uh, Micah's Read of the Week. And bye bye Thanks for listening.